So take 372. Um, <laughs> thank you very much everyone for tuning in, uh, listening to the first ever episode of the podcast. For those that don't know me, my name is Louis and you are listening to The Pursuit of Sanity. Very important, I think, for you to all know that I have clearly spent um, far too much money on the microphone that I've bought, as it seems to be picking up every bloody sound within a five mile radius. You probably heard that then, you can hear birds, probably a few cars, Um, you can no doubt hear my neighbours making love. Um, I've asked the birds to be quiet, Um, for many reasons obviously I can't tell my neighbours to be quiet, but you know, hope you enjoy the sound effects. Um, but one day we'll move into a better studio and you won't get the luxuries of those. So enjoy them whilst you can on the first episode. Um, <laughs> uh, just before we start, I do actually need to put a, um, a more serious disclaimer in just to say that I am not a medically trained professional in this field. So please do not use this podcast as a replacement of um, any medication or a substitute for any advice that you've been given by your doctor or your medical professional. So before we crack on, um, I just want to say thank you to every single person that has shared a post, liked a picture, um, text me, phone me, encourage me to to do this. Um, Be wrong of me to not kick this episode off by saying that the love that you've all shown has really motivated me to do this um, a lot sooner than I thought I was going to do it. So thank you very much for everybody that's been in touch. You've shown nothing but good vibes and love towards it. Um, and hopefully I can return the, the love you showed with the content of the podcast and how you can fit you know, the mental health and life side of things into society and you can relate to some of the stuff that we, we talk about. So thank you very much to to everyone that's got in touch. So, um, I suppose a, a big one to talk about quickly is um, why I'm doing this podcast. It's simple um, to destigmatize mental health, share experiences, others' experiences, um, and, and just be a platform for listeners to find a release with their emotions. Along the journey, you'll no doubt get to know me a lot better as well in terms of the experiences that I've been through and what I can share to to help people. Um, And there just doesn't seem to be enough hard-hitting material for listeners on podcasts with mental health. You know, just all on the table, nothing to hide conversations where people actually want to make a change. And I'm quite fortunate enough to have episodes lined up where we go into some unbelievable stories Um, which will guarantee to just have you fixated on the voices crying in some of them, laughing, just really dark but quite humorous conversations, um, which we will move to a more recorded style of episodes um, live with guests. So that'd be really raw behind the camera, which I think is so important for you to see to really understand it. But uh, yeah, the episode's coming up. We've got ones on depression, anxiety, suicide, family, so many. So something to to look out um, for when they when they when they come out. Um, (laughs) A great one that I've got the joy of starting 
almost immediately is um, our inner child and that's going to be done with my two brothers so if you know me and you know my brothers my god that is going to be one for you to tune into uh, that's going to be a very very good good episode I'm just excited to, to dig in uh, jump into the deep end of that stuff and enjoy the journey just to produce some really good content for you all out there to listen to I mean moving on to the episode I mean isolation I was hoping to have launched this podcast on a more lighter note but isolation at the moment has just got me doing silly things again I mean as a kid I used to have like the most terrible OCD I'd walk in and out of rooms like four times I mean not in and out like on the doorstep like one foot in one foot out one foot in really odd I mean I knew when my parents took me to a GP and he just looked at me and was like I, I just don't know what to do with this kid so I, I, I kicked that myself but yeah my room looks like an Ikea showroom at the moment my clothes are all in colour order my denim's even been put into colour order I've got a picture of that if anyone wants it message me I'll send it over to you very proud of it um, and yeah it's just on fire I mean last night I was I flicked my switch on the side of my wall off four times because apparently one of my family members would die if I didn't do it said the voice in my head um, and then I just swan dived into bed because that was my safe zone so if anyone relates to that get in touch so you can confirm to me that I'm not crazy um, but yeah it, it is what it is I suppose um, you know that in a nutshell is why I'm doing the podcast and it's just to help other people and really get rid of this kind of taboo around mental health not just in men but everybody women if you're bisexual if you're gay straight it doesn't matter this is a message for everybody today so yeah i hope you enjoy the episode and we'll move on to to really what what it's about so today's episode um i'll try and keep it short and sweet but the one where you get to know me the bit i hate the most oh god it's that sounds really deep and there's probably some meaning behind that but we'll save it for another episode i can't I just can't remember the last time I felt this nervous. Um, actually, I do. It was on my 18th birthday, and there was a knock at the door, and my brother answered it, and shouted up to me, like, Louis, there's someone at the door for you. So I shouted down, who is it? Oh, it's Dorset Police. Oh, so fucking brilliant. 18-year-old, obviously quite rebellious, racking my brains as to what the hell I've done wrong. Um... I, I then got slapped with a huge rubber, let's just say sword, because there are lots of people, probably family listening as well, so for all you dirty-minded people, it was a rubber sword, and I knew at that point I was screwed, so pushed me back into the living room, everyone's chanting, um, you know, going crazy, and I'm sat on this chair, just start bollock naked, and it's not good. It, it was a stripper, but that's fun when all your friends, all the lads are around you. But when you've got your 80-year-old grandparents staring you in the eyes as you've got shaving cream being smeared in between your ass cheeks. Um, oh, God, I'm going to regret that. It's not fun. Mum's friends are there. They've now seen you in all your glory, so they don't fancy you anymore because they've realised there's absolutely sod all there. 
little kids running around. Like I think one of them even got a bit of cream in their eye, like and started crying. And it's just, oh, it's just torturous. Like, and it happened. True story. I mean, I I joined in for a bit. Like swung my top round my head, threw it. I mean, some kid caught it, and I mean, yeah, just terrible. <laughs> Oh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing so much. Nervous laugh. Nervous laugh. Um, let me jump into it. I need you to to get to know me. So um, we're going to go for it. So for those that, again, don't know me, my name's Louis. Um, I suppose you could say I've lived a very comfortable life. Um, good upbringing. Always had food on the table, roof over my head. I'm an easygoing guy. I'm open to many different things. I love an open conversation. Um, I love to listen, to talk, give my advice. Um, for those who know me really well, I, I don't really like talking about myself. I'm not actually sure where that stems from, but like little things like compliments. I, I don't. I'd be lying if they said it didn't make me feel really good and make my ego inflate as at the time. But I'm confused as to how to yeah like let them sink in and just I come across probably as a really confident prick but I'm not I just don't know how to process them so if we ever meet in the future and you like a pair of trainers or something I'm wearing or I don't know just when you compliment I'm sorry for the look it's it's kind of like a you're not there I'm just staring through you type look so be expecting um, that <laughs> but very humble very anxious look on my face um I'm 30 years of age, soon to be 31, quite depressing, but nothing I can do about it. Um, you know, I've worked as a nightclub manager, God, that was fun, really fun, I'm probably going to talk about that at some point. I've been an estate agent, um, I've worked for some really big corporate firms, um, I'm exactly uh, 5 foot 8 and 3 quarters, and my height definitely isn't a touchy subject, as you can tell nor is the size of my nose that I seem to have um, inherited from my um, uh, Iranian family, I suppose you could say. Shout out to all my Iranians out there. Um, perfect um, to smell someone's dinner three miles away, but yeah, that's it's definitely something I'm not insecure about. Um, before anyone gets chirpy about how precise I've been with my height there, you know, three quarters does matter. You know, it mattered a lot before um, a stripper got me naked in front of my family and then it was completely out of the window. But in terms of height, um, you know, I watched my first Harry Potter film actually quite recently. And I bet people don't go around saying Platform 9, do they? It's definitely Platform 9 and 3 quarters. So to me, you know, with if you know me well with my fringe, I'm probably at 5 foot 9, but the next time that we meet in person and you look quite looking down on me, quite literally, um, you know, just give me a confidence booster. You know, it's it can get cold down here sometimes. And, you know, sh sh just, yeah, give, give us a confidence booster. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Terrible joke, but, oh God, this is awful. Anyway, I'm half Iranian, um, I'm half British, um, which gives me, if you're thinking, that extra bit of speed um, when running, as being half Iranian doesn't really bode well um, in today's society. God, I could call out so many of my um, friends and old colleagues for what they've called me, all those nasty names, but um, 
for the purposes of the episode, I can't air those. Um, otherwise, this episode probably wouldn't go live. So you're all safe. You can stop sweating. Um, I love you all for all you how you are, and you've given me a, a thicker layer of skin. So thank you for doing that. Um, oh, God, this is really a lot harder than I thought. Uh, I love to travel. I've been to probably around 24 countries. Loved every single bit of it. Smiles on my face. It's one of the best things you can do. Recently set my PB on the bench press. Um, 15 kgs. I know, I know. Heavyweights, heavyweights. May I add six reps, so it wasn't just about the gains. It was also about the core as well. Um, I love to go spinning. I love to go to body pump. You know, just all those really masculine gym classes that, you know, I could attend to make myself feel good. I'm there because they are just so manly. Um, I've <laughs> I've met some unusual people and to say I have a large family. Um, yeah, it, it's huge. Um, predominantly the Iranian side, all fit and healthy. Some of the purest people that you meet. And I'm exceptionally happy, um, yeah, to, to have them. And very lucky, if I'm honest. Very lucky. So that's really a bit about me. I mean, you'll learn more as the episodes go on. But um, I kind of want to bring us on now to um, probably a more serious side of things. So that's the, the good side. And I think there's two sides to people in life and the one that you see and hear is as, as I've just said like the visual side of things for people um, is, is like an exterior shield that protects people um, and it's it's just like that safeguard of not letting people really see what you're all about and I think that's the real kind of um, stigma around anyone really, not just men, um, but that perception of looking good, like, you know, you're the man, you're the, you're the woman, you're the whatever you identify as in that moment. And I want to share the real part with you, the bit that most of you probably don't know, and the bit that really means the most to me so for those that don't know me um, let me start again my name is Louis I'm the son of an Iranian male who was forced to flee his country as a teenager leaving all of his family behind never to see his father again and his mother 25 years later. My mother was adopted as a baby, never truly understanding why she was put up for adoption, and both of my parents' journeys have psychologically impacted me throughout my life, both for the good and for the bad. Early parental acceptance was never present for me, and in my unconscious behaviours, I'm not good enough or deserving or acceptance of love by anyone and my upbringing couldn't offer me enough praise, confirmation or encouragement to grow naturally. 
This is not to say that my parents didn't raise me well, but without knowing, in their own unconscious behaviours, had their own personal battles in life, which meant they were deprived of emotional nutrition and acceptance, so they couldn't offer it to me when I needed it the most. As a result of my life, I self-sabotage and I keep myself in emotionally painful places. Imagine if you could, sitting on a pin. It's uncomfortable to most of you, but for me, I know and understand that pin and getting off it would be just far too risky for me. Because why do I need to change? I feel the safest in the darkness where I can't see anything. My childhood was disrupted as a young age, meaning I experienced splits in my psyche, being torn away from my siblings emotionally, but there was nothing I could do about that. My splits are wanting love and emotional intimacy, but I'll never trust it, meaning I create distance and disconnect from others so I can't be hurt. And it's a true saying that you can't love anyone until you've learned to love yourself. And this has been a goal of mine for many, many years. Self-acceptance, self-nurturing, and an ability to trust that others can and want to care about me. Most importantly, you need to learn how to love and care for yourself in a healthy way. Fitness doesn't equal emotional well-being and in a self-reflective way is self-harming. Although my upbringing hasn't hindered my vision of life, I've been fortunate enough to enjoy most of the materialistic factors, but my battle is no different to yours as yours is to mine. I just had the essentials to cover the cracks. Remember, other people can't make you happy until you're happy being yourself. So I've shared with you the days of depression where you can't get out of bed. I've shared the days of anxiety where your voice is strangled from speaking out loud. And I've shared the days of the tears where you can't speak to your loved ones because your confidence is at an all time low. And we all know that you're the easiest person to attack on those days. So that's me, two sides. The second, um, after many years of battling with, I suppose you could say mental health. I mean, to me, I never really, and I think that's an important thing. People don't really associate it as mental health. Call I'm feeling a bit down or whatever it might be, but that was a report from um, a self-referred consultation or number of consultations with a psychologist who broke that down and analysed it all to me on who I am and why I'm like that. So, yeah, it's important for you to, to know the two sides of me before we go into more of, of what I've got in store. And um, I really want to try and shift this stigma, this taboo around mental health. I mean, it's um, it's a strange one because you know mental health isn't visual. I mean, it's not like a, a broken arm or 
you know, when we're kind of born into the world, we're, we're born crying. It's the only emotion we know, but we very quickly snap out of that and revert to silence. So, you know, whatever it is, I want to change it. Get in touch, speak to me, reach out to friends, family, allow yourself to just put everything on the line. Um, just as I have with that journey so far. I mean, it's so important to to just drop the the kind of ego and, and understand that it's okay for you to feel the way that you do. Your life is as valuable as mine. No one's higher and lower on that scale. And I've just been fortunate enough to have saved many people in my life because you know, suicide is something that is huge at the moment and all the time in that matter you you just don't think it would impact your life until it does just like that blink of an eye and I was as I was saying I've been fortunate enough to get four people to speak out and get over the suicidal thoughts and they've thanked me and I've more importantly thanked them for just valuing themselves and that's what I want all the listeners to take away from this podcast that it is okay to feel however you feel at the moment and if you want to get in touch please do because I'm here to listen and there's resources we have I mean um, a guy that's going to be coming on soon a friend of mine I used to work with very briefly uh, it's called James Walsham um, visit the Facebook page it's called The Honest Bloke um, great content really safe place for you to speak reach out um, and yeah it's it's worth paying it a visit so fair play to him and what he's doing um, and I'm sure he'll come on here at some point to discuss you know his journey um, as well but um, I want to it would I do you know I, it wouldn't be me if I didn't leave on some like dramatic poetic exit so I'm gonna leave you with something <laughs> that I was reading um, recently and no matter how you feel however bad the urge is how, how restricted you feel about with this lockdown isolation just consider your worth because it will all be over soon and I want you to think this no matter how you feel now there is a future you a you who already exists in the eternal present moment who is actually calling himself or herself to a more familiar you who is currently sat here listening to my words now. And that future you is more loving, more evolved, more conscious, more kind, more mindful, more connected and more whole. And that is the who is waiting for you to change, change your energy to match his or her energy on a daily basis so you can find the future you who in fact actually exists where you are stood right now thank you all for tuning in again uh, episodes coming really soon keep an eye out for them it's been a pleasure thank you <laughs>